Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Christmas time is here. Musicals and cheer. After all, the children call their favorite time of year. Droplets in the air, fake news everywhere. Olden times and ancient rhymes given to love show care. Still we're here to sing. With social distancing, yuletide by the fireside, a joyful memory thing. Christmas time is here, families drawing near. Oh, that we could always see such spirit through the year. Hi, I'm Chris Anderson. You're not Chris Anderson. Welcome to the show. I'm Chris Anderson. Mr. Anderson. That movie's great. I loved it. I don't care what anybody else says. So uh, I am, in fact, Chris Anderson, I think. No, I definitely am. I am. I am Chris Anderson. And uh, welcome to Talking Musical History. And I'm Kevin Sky Werner. Yeah, always here with us, definitely. And we have a special guest, if you couldn't tell. Uh, our good friend, uh, Nicole, is here today. Um, he has decided to grace us with his incredible talent. I'm not perfect, but I'm perfect. For this. <laughs> <laughs> the incredibly uh, talented Nicole is going to help us uh, look over West Side Story and talk about some of the choreography around that. Uh, I know, I'm right? I'm so excited. I'm yes. really excited, I, too. We, we are because all very excited you're, to talk you're, about you're, West you're, Side Story. Yes. Uh, stupidly this. funny dude. <laughs> like, oh, well, like, okay, like, now I like, you, you hit, like, you hit me over the head <laughs> like you're a cartoon <laughs> rabbit. It's incredible. Well, you know, you get me going on things that I love. I, it, things come out. I, I, I have um, zero chill. I don't. When I get excited about stuff, I, I let it out. That's um, shout, shout, <laughs> let it all out. The fact that I have no chill is what makes me cool. So there it is. So welcome, Nicole, to talking musical history. Yay! We did the uh, Colored Museum many, many moons ago. Oh, here the, the Colored Museum. I love that yes. show. And you know the the, the wigs, the the uh, Afro oh, yeah, wig yeah, and from, the straight hair wig. Yeah. The kink in my hair is like the kink in my heart. <laughs> and neither is about to be hot pressed into surrender. Oh, great job. I shall not be compressed into surrender. I do want to see that. Such a good such a good musical. That is amazing. We are enjoying our time right before Christmas. We are going to do a uh, episode about our favorite uh, Christmas musicals before we 
release Sweeney Todd and also uh, West Side Story because we're we're doing a uh, we're doing a, a Soundheim block. Kick. Yeah, yeah, we're on a Soundheim <laughs> kick, definitely. And everyone should be, honestly. Uh, uh, you know, he's a ridiculously talented lyricist. Oh, the uh, man was a genius. Yeah. Having graduated from the University of Michigan, and uh, I was. Um, I was psych pre-med, okay? That was my focus in terms of academics. And I did musicals every night or choreographed or was dancing or was working on something, right? So now a lot of my friends are those people making stuff on Broadway. And after Stephen Sondheim died, it was just awesome to see them share notes that they had from Steven. Well, we want to do a mini-sode as a holiday gift to our fans for the end of 2021. And since we are lucky to have our microphone graced by the talent of our guest, Nicole, here fresh from working on our upcoming West Side Story podcast, a part of our Sondheim block, uh, we figured we might as well take a moment to talk about our favorite Christmas musicals. Right? Yeah. It's that time of the year. <laughs> it is definitely time that time of year. Here. It is definitely. A musical can be like a, a TV episode, right? Like Buffy the musical. Hey, don't even get me started on Buffy. Right? Do you not yeah. know me and Buffy? Like, ooh, we're right. tight. So you know how people have that dream of being like at a game and you know, the coach says, we need another player. You, right? A cheerleader went down. <laughs> And they needed another one. And they point to me. And I was like, me? So I go down to the locker room and I change. And I get awesome. into awesome. my cheerleader gear, right? And I'm partnered with Sarah Michelle Geller. And she is. As one pissed. is. Yeah. Oh, well, she's because she's a professional. Because she's a professional. And her partner's job. not there. And she wants to, I said, well, should we go warm up on some of these things? She said, you, you, know, you better know the routines. I mean, she was just on my ass. Not a welcome, not, not a hello. Not a, hey, I hope this works out. She was mad. Yeah, but in the Buffy dream, it was very different. The Buffy dream, we were hanging out. I was one of the vampires with them. We were I don't know what was going on. It was cool, but we, we were fun over there. But Sarah Michelle Geller, different person in my dreams. Uh, in a way, Sarah Michelle comes off like a mullet in your dream life. Let's get back to focus, though, because I believe we're supposed to be talking about Christmas. Oh, oh, probably Christmas musicals. Yeah, yeah. we're here to talk about Christmas musicals. And, I know. Top um, three Christmas you know, musicals. You know what? Die Hard, like, uh, if, if I were to invent if that were a, musical, a Christmas I musical every year. So this morning I watched um, the third hour of the Today Show. Al Roker, that's his favorite Christmas movie. Oh, it's yeah, Die yeah, Hard. Yeah, yeah oh, he's mentioned yeah. that. You know, he's and mentioned there was that. a whole discussion as to whether or not it's... Christmas, yeah, blah blah blah, and that Bruce Willis had come on the show and said that it's not, but doesn't matter because he performs it is. a Christmas miracle, literally, literally, a and Christmas it takes miracle. place during right. Christmas. Case closed, <laughs> just like Gremlins. Oh, <laughs> Gremlins is yeah. another Christmas movie. It is. It's another good yes. one. Yes, another good choice. Don't get me started on that one. Either. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, is it near midnight anyway? Back to the musical. Oh side. my gosh, that but would be Gremlins would be, would be a good Christmas musical too. Look at Gizmo, look at Gizmo. Yeah, but you get to start it off with that Christmas. Christmas. You could literally have three girls like in Little Shop of Horrors. Is the chorus. Are we going to talk about Christmas movies before we move into musicals? Because then I, we I need to talk like about Elf. We, like, well, Elf is closer to a, a legitimate Christmas musical than anything we've mentioned so far. Well, it is. It is a legitimate <laughs> Christmas music. Musical. It oh, was yeah, on no, Broadway. it was on Broadway, yeah, too. Yeah. That's right. But he said the movie to start off. Oh, with, but yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that, I'm just right. saying, since we were talking about Die Hard, I mean, that one, to me, was a classic from the beginning. Oh, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. Will Ferrell's performance, bright-eyed 
wide-eyed naivete of the elf. You know, <laughs> came down <laughs> that only Will Ferrell could pull swirly, off. Whirly, whirly, swirly, gumdrops or something, and then took the Lincoln Tunnel. So did Chanel. Yeah, before I knew that she was a singer. You know, doing what mm-hmm. she did. Uh, I don't know. That that movie just warmed my heart from and, and the Bob, bottom Bob up. Bob Newhart. I mean, Bob Newhart's you, hilarious. Yeah, Bob just, Newhart's brilliant. Yeah. Christmas comes around and I see a Santa. I'm like, Santa! I know him! <laughs> <laughs> and people That's seem to not know what I'm talking about. I'm like, really? Really? I mean, it's been out for a minute. Like, it's, been out, it's been out for a minute. Come like, on. <laughs> all right, Nicole. What, what, what's your favorite musical like show, episode, movie, stage production, Christmas. Okay, so I have, like, I have like two. Top three. Um, I we'll do top three. The claymation. Oh yeah, right. On television. Exactly. So Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I watched all of them. And Frosty. So let's make this one number three, only because it's uh, there's a funny story attached to it. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. Right. Apparently, right. was my. Favorite record when I was like three or four years old. I had like one of those kids' record player Repeat. things, and I played it all day long, every day for six months, like in six June months. and July. <laughs> and one day we came home, and my record was broken. Oh no! And no one has ever admitted to oh, to man. no one has ever owned up to breaking my Frosty the Snowman record. Who broke Christmas? I think it was one of my siblings. But they said I used to do the dance, the little dance that Frosty did where he kicks his little legs. Number two could be any of the um, Burl Ives. Have a holly jolly. My second grade teacher, she made second grade magical. Valentine's Day, we, we had like an actual post office. This is how she taught us how to count change and money. And, mm, the, right. and so somebody would take turns being the postmaster, blah, blah, blah. And we you know, would mail our little letters to each other. There was a whole like system. She brought like the records in of him singing Holly Jolly Christmas, which of course I recognize from all of the, the television, different yeah. specials. Yeah. That, and he was in a million of them. So anything, that, almost anything that Burl Ives was in rings true for me, uh, but also anything Burl Ives kind of makes me feel good about Christmas. Uh, but my fa- second favorite one would be A Year Without a Santa Claus, because I love the Heat Miser. Yeah. Oh, I remember I'm that one Mr. now. Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. But I used to have relaxed hair, and I did stand-up comedy once at the, the University of Michigan Comedy Club, and uh, I made the Heat Miser part of my act with my hair. The Heat Miser is one of my favorite characters ever, like that song. Now, is that the one with... That's not the same one with Herbie the Elf, right? The one to be the dentist, right? That's no, a that's a di- one, right? I think that's a different one. I, is, I isn't that two. with the Isle of Misfit Toys? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. right, right. The Isle of Misfit Toys. And I know Toys. that they have music in that one. I mean, those yes. are all great, but no. Um, the, the Heat Miser is like, the, he's like my Ursula from, <laughs> yeah. from uh, yeah. you know, uh, Little Mermaid. Yes, the dentist is in that because he's a misfit just like the, the Misfit the Toys are. It's the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer so and, the, and the I, Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> like 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 Rudolph is like Indiana Jones. That's that's Rudolph's nose growing right, red instead of tipping his hat. You know? Oh my gosh! No, I mean, let, let's talk about. They tried to make him uh, pass. Right? Because oh, they put a cap yeah. on his nose. They put mud right. on his nose. Right. Yeah. They put, oh, the parents wow. put mud on his nose. They tried oh, to make him pass. Yeah, you know. I mean, Jeez. I'm sorry. Did I make it? Did I <laughs> no, make it about that's literally, no, literally <laughs> yeah. 
This is literally what we do in our show yeah, all the time. I actually thought we would have an episode where that didn't happen. Right? And here we are. And here we are. I was typically the only black kid in my class. There may be two other black kids in the entire school. But yeah, the Heat Miser was, was my guy. He was my guy and still is. And it's one of those songs I wanted to do at karaoke someday. Nice. You can pull that one out at some point. Uh, but my, that's my top one is, is going to be uh, Charlie Brown Christmas because I'm a traditionalist. Um, I loved Charlie Brown, but also because mostly I wanted to be one of the kids who did the voices on Charlie Brown. I was so mad that there was no process for me to become an actor. For those those roles, like I right. found out that they got new kids, and I hated the new voices at first. <laughs> it literally came up on my Facebook memories yesterday that I posted last year or a couple years ago about Christmas time is here is my jam. <laughs> There's the vocal version, of course, which just it gets me in my feelings every time. Is Snoopy skating to the instrumental? Right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I also wanted cause... to be an ice skater, right? Well, my brother got me ice skates, right? But he got me ho- hockey skates, right? Which don't have the toe stops. I wanted to be Snoopy skating to that song on ice, a solo. I wanted that feeling. Those are the three of my biggest joys that come up around Christmas musicals. Wow, that makes sense to me. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas. I have seen the claymation stuff in and out of my life, but it's not something that, like, I would say sticks with me in terms of, like, memories that I can recall. You can't forget Linus and Lucy, though. When they do the jam at the dance, who was it? Uh, Pigpen was doing the little little shuffle, and uh, the twins yeah, doing like the Yeah, like, he's, like, trying pony. to get rid of the dust the almost, yeah, the and they're doing the... That's the other thing that, of course, and, you know, of course, Linus's big moment, too, where he transforms the tree with his speech about the Lord. What is in that blanket? Uh, magic. That's why he always has it. I mean, like, literally, he uses that blanket to do all sorts of things, like some sort of, like, iPhone. But, Kevin, what um, movie musicals are you most into that you think about that you feel like you you like to, uh, you know, watch during the holiday season? One of the things that I like to watch around this time of the year is actually two movies, but I will say I alternate between them because they're made by the same people. Uh, And that is An American Tale. (gasps) Five with little Fievel who gets the hat. Is that a Christmas movie or a Christmas for musical? Hanukkah? Oh, Chinooka. you win! You win! <laughs> that is awesome. Thank Chinooka. you. You're completely yeah, right. Like, You're completely right. That's happy awesome. Chaka-Kanaka. And I had the little book when I was a kid, and I used to sing somewhere out there. Oh man! And oh my God, yes, yeah. that song. And I auditioned for it when I was a little kid. I auditioned for Joseph with that song, and I totally blew it. There are no cats in America, and the streets are paper cheese. Like musical movie done in like Disney's Exodus. That's a really well done uh, animated movie. Um, I think it'd be fun to see as a musical on stage, and like especially as a kids. Musical. Oh my god, yes. Right? But can we sidebar oh. a little bit there? Yeah. Somewhere out there, Gina Bell. People Bryson. People Bryson. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Did you ever hear People Bryson talk about they in an interview talked about her big old breast is distracted? He was. It was so weird. Somewhere out there. Beneath the pale moonlight. Brilliant. And then like when they did the same studio in 97 brought us Anastasia. That then did get turned into a staged musical. That's right. It was on the stage as well, wasn't it? Yes. 
I think it's that that one was ahead of its time. Oh my god, it was just brilliant. Well, it was a, it 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 needed to be not marketed as a children's film, right? Because it was dark. It needed to go deeper into yeah. the darkness because it was really well told. Not it's not it wasn't poorly animated. Kid it was gloves just, too many. It was too much. It of, was it was too light. It was, it was too, too light. light. You're right for what yeah. it was like. It, it 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 should have worked because the story works. The rest the music was brilliant. The music got me. And most of the people did not sing their own stuff. Like, they got in professionals like Liz Calloway sang all of Anastasia's part. Liz Calloway's a big, like, Broadway person. She sings a lot. She was she was the ringer yeah. that they brought in for who? For Meg Ryan. Kelsey Grammer is an amazing talent. He did his own speaking and his own singing in that, along with Bernadette Peters, of course, and Angela Lansbury. I love, no, I love Angela Lansbury. And I made my friends in high school watch the Tonys with me one year. They talked about me like a dog for years about Angela Lansbury, but come I mean, on. she was in Murder, She Wrote. Well, yeah, I, yeah. But, you know, I saw her in um, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah no, she's first brilliant on in that. PBS yeah. as a kid. Fast forward, I get to hold an actual Tony Award from mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd. That's oh, all. Wow. That is awesome. That is pretty cool. After this message, we'll be right back. I have listened to the Broadway original cast recording of Anastasia, and it it does it's true to the source material. It's brilliant. They bring more of the darker pieces out, from what I can understand too. I just I watch it every year. Anastasia. Anastasia, I do every year. Really? Every December. Why? And the song. Someone sings once upon a December. That doesn't answer my question. So, no, no, no. I, I think it did. I think what I he was it. trying to say is, is that, like, the reason why I watch it every time is that so someone will ask me why, and then I can just sing a song at them for no apparent reason. Oh, there you go. I love it. Once upon a December. Because it's December now. Oh, wait. Oh, I see. We came full circle to the calendar. Lisa Longa. Lisa. Salonga, last the year, lovely, lovely Broadway miracle, legend, amazing, and legend performed "Journey to the Past." Heart, don't fail me now. Sing Courage, it. don't desert me. Don't turn back now that we're here. You better sing, child. From Anastasia in the Sydney Opera House. So it was just, it was really brilliantly done, and I just, I loved it. So, that, and that's why you choose to revisit it because exactly it, it yeah. impacts you so much. That's understandable. Traditionalist as well. I'm going to go with White Christmas. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with White Christmas. I, I'm going to tell you, I've never seen it all the way through. There are several movies like that that I won't watch all the way through. Okay. I will watch that one one day though yeah. because I do love. So yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of fun songs in White Christmas. Well, and a lot of fun dancing too, oh, right? Yeah. Like uh, I mean, Danny Kaye. Top notch. Uh, uh, Bing Crosby, especially in the Sisters, Sisters. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a fun film. Well, at the time that I was introduced to it, just thought that it was a really cool time period. It was post-World War II as my parents were born. We'll follow the old man wherever he may go. Wherever may he may go. And I thought of my grandpa. And my grandpa's name was Phil, uh, Danny Kaye's character's name in White Christmas. So that was part of it. It had a sentimental. And the songs are sung brilliantly. Danny Kaye, I fell in love with him when I saw Hans Christian Andersen. And then when I saw White Christmas, it was like, wow, this guy's a genius and amazing, brilliant. And Irving Berlin 
was another Jewish gem who wrote a lot of amazing Christmas songs. What about it made oh. it special? Yeah, for what, him. Why was, is White Christmas saying, special to you? He, he, yeah. the, what, your grandfather's name yeah, was my, Joel, my, my, which kind of brought you in, but what made you stay? You said it was Irving Berlin's music? Irving or? Berlin's music is just magical. And I, as I got older, I really appreciated the Sisters, Sisters, Sisters song with Danny Kay. And Bing, Bing Crosby. Crosby, yeah, it's yeah. a pretty brilliant moment. Amazing. They're uh, completely copying Rosemary Clooney and, and Vera Allen. Vera Allen. Vera, Vera, Vera Allen. Allen. Vera yeah, Allen. I, I saw Rosemary Clooney at the Mendelssohn Theater, switching between her and Eartha Kitt. Oh Ooh. wow, that sounds like for, a incredible for summer show. festival. Summer festival. That's not too bad. We saw Eartha Kitt and. Rosemary Clooney twice. Yeah. That had to be amazing. amazing. That sounds and really her, special. Wow. That woman yeah. in her pipes. Yay. You're, you're not wrong. Oh, uh, Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen do this performance in the in, in one of the earlier scenes of the film where they're in the uh, club in Miami, I believe. It's their Marilyn Monroe, Rosalind. Uh, Russell kind of, yeah. Yeah, performance with a feather uh, fan. And it, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. You know, it's very manicured. Jane you can Russell. see their... Jane Russell, sorry. You can see their sort of chemistry as they're doing their performance. I, I I think it's really interesting how like uh, Bing and uh, um, Danny Kaye sort of put their own sort of fun and spin on it. And I, I really want to know, like, was it difficult to get Bing to do that? I wonder only because... Um, Though he did do blackface, so... Oh, that wasn't hard. Well, have you seen that tape of, of Judy doing blackface? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to watch, but I also know... I don't believe she is racist. Rita Moreno uh, pushed back, you know, West Side Story. She pushed back on the lyrics of uh, America. She believes that it was one of the other producers who said something to Stephen. And so when she received the lyrics the next time and they read differently, that's when she accepted the part. But she didn't personally say anything. We need to be talking about Irving Berlin's White Christmas. (laughs) Well, and there is a tie-in. Mm-hmm. With one actor who was in both movies. What both Bernardo. movies? Bernardo. Yes. <laughs> A.K.A. Riff. Riff in the West End before he played Bernardo in the film. Yes, that's yes. right. Yeah. Yes. George Takaris, yeah. West Side Story as Bernardo, 1961, and also played Riff. And we will talk about that later. But he was also in White Christmas as a background dancer for Rosemary Clooney. There's a lot of awesome dance scenes in uh, White Christmas. And if you haven't seen it and you you like to watch dancing on on screen, you gotta you gotta give it a watch. Definitely. Why are you looking at me? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, you're like right. I, I I will I will watch it. Those are my top three. Yeah. That being said, I guess it's my turn to talk yeah. about the, the things that I know, right? Turn. Oh, Go, Chris. Let it burn. What? What? Uh, uh, uh. I don't like Christmas. Speaking of, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. The original. Yeah, the Grinch that stole Christmas. Aww. I mean, Bahudore, Bahudore. They take out the religious, like, Jesus part of it. Oh, like Christmas always was? Yeah. I mean, sorry, what? Like, right. <laughs> Christ what? I remember, like, when I was in uh, high school, uh, some of you may may know uh, John U. Bacon, book writer, podcaster, whatever. He used to be my student teacher for my U.S. government class, and I remember one year he stood on a desk and, like, outreached captain, my his... Captain. Better moment than that, he <laughs> outreached his arms and started... Moving like uh, Cindy Lou Who with his oh. hips, singing Bahu Dore. I love everything about that. I mean, The Grinch That Sold Christmas is a great film. It teaches that it is possible to uh, create an oversized heart just by the will of love and friendship. Do you know that a broken heart is a real thing? No, like that the shape of the heart literally changes? 
Nothing I could do A change to my shape of heart I'm listening actually to a podcast Talking about that With Talking Simpsons That go chronologically And talking about every Simpsons episode ever And they also go into different movies as well So they do like a whole episode About a specific movie And right now they're doing The Grinch Who Stole Christmas Oh that's fun And for Grinch there was The Grinch Musical in 2020 Is a TV movie with Matthew Morrison And Dennis O'Hare I liked it I'll say that. You're a mean one. I guess there's the nightmare before Christmas. I, I would have to talk yes. about that. Making, making Christmas, Christmas, making Christmas yeah, Tim, time. Tim Burton, right? Yeah, yeah, Tim Burton. But really Henry Selleck, but Tim Burton. Did you see it in the theater? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you did. You did? I saw really? it twice in the theaters, I yes. don't believe you. I was really confused by that movie the first time I saw it. I loved it, but I was really confused. It was 1993. Was so, was it, so when was Pee-wee's Big Adventure? What year was that? I think before that. Yeah, it was, yeah. but what year? 1985. Because Tim Burton with Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Large Barge, that scene was like in the theater. It popped you know, 60 feet, right? When Large Barge turns, <laughs> and it looked like this. Everyone in the in the entire audience, it was like a rolling laughter That's into awesome. the next scene to a point where like, there was a lull in the movie and another roll of laughter started, and you knew it was because of that scene before, right? Uh, yeah. So what Tim Burton did with Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. was genius. And I still wanted more yeah. because of that scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. for me, in that way, it didn't live up to it. And yet it was a miracle all he got done with that. That, that was a beautiful mm-hmm. film. Yeah. No, it's I mean, just, it was a moment, lot of work to put into it. In the moment, it. I was judging it. He I would have had, it. like, today's, like, animation did, technology. No, he did animation stop motion, right? I know. He's right? crazy. Brilliant. Brilliant. The film is, like, has really solid elements. But there's some points of it that, that are just, like, not as memorable as you'd like it to be. So the artistry of the of the Entire motion, project, the I think, was, took place. I think, I think he put too much focus on, on the stop the animation. Look. Yeah, instead of like disappointment was on the other side because I know what he can do, or at least he surprised me the first time. There's probably things he could have done to make it look as good. Well, and then he had the best music person working on it, Danny Elfman. I mean, Danny Elfman did like, a, a brilliant um, job oh, wow. with the... What about it brings love out of your heart? For Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. I really like the characters that he set up in that film, I feel like, are just, like, iconic. That's the thing, right? And that's why I have, like, um, a little bit of a problem with it, because I feel like he created these, like, iconic readable characters that were just like really just lush jack and sally exactly right and and like even the kids like lock stock and barrel yeah oh my gosh you have these like really ripe characters you have this awesome music why doesn't it feel like it's perfect as someone who has a jack and sally nightmare before christmas stocking hanging up when they talk about actually in the in the, the uh, podcast, they talk about how if there was no Grinch, there would be no Nightmare Before Christmas. So uh, Grinch Nightmare Before Christmas, I did not do that on purpose. That's really great. Sometimes <laughs> things just happen. That's right? truth. My final thing, and I I have to say say it because like I showed it to you guys. One of my favorite films of all time turned into a musical, and then a televised musical starring Matthew Broderick and uh, 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 Maya Rudolph. I'm so mad. Uh, you for showing this and to Jane me. Krankowski. <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's brilliant, amazing. Though, right? It's amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. really a mad Christmas at story? how amazing that I missed it. I'm amazed. I'm 
like so surprised. I and saw it live. Grateful. It was amazing. It is amazing, and I've got to go home and watch the rest of it. Yeah, like I have not seen all of it, but from what I've seen of it, it is it's phenomenal. incredible, isn't it? Like, like it's just so polished. It's badass. Like, it, um, I mean, it was by. Pe- Be- Pasek and Paul. You can't go wrong with Pasek and Paul. Whoever they had on that production... Was, like, ready. It feels magical because the kids... I'm so in love with the kids and their performances, their earnestness, and yet they're in the moment. They're not just performing. They are literally living the movie or the, the story. And, and they have they this completely moving camera during this, like, uh, yeah, live event. That, that so is observing. We get to observe. We're, we're, we're peeping in time. of life. I feel very intimately connected to it, and I'm really sad. I bet. That I hadn't seen it before. (laughs) No, I get it. It's a great film. It's a great show. Yeah, the production quality is phenomenal. The lighting, crispness, the tones that they chose. I am excited to go and watch it again. David Allen Greer is Santa Claus. Get ho, ho. That's my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing. Is Santa <laughs> I mean, wow. The elves, I love it. It's a well-combined show with very well-placed like, camera that moves throughout. It is keeps the camera. action going. It feels single right? camera, but then they sw- when they switch fr- from outside to inside, it's a new camera takes over. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's always they, single but, camera. I didn't notice that. Where they're live it's switching. I, I think, you know, there's some really solid and beautiful performances by Fred Armiston. The kid, the, all the kids in the I story. I love Fred Armiston. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. I, <laughs> He's terrific, right? Um, Anna Gasteyer um, is in it. I know, I right? I, I know. I mean, we even got I, 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 I have not we're watched like, this, like, what, this part what? yet. Like, are is, these surprises? Yeah, this is, it, it, it's like a fever dream of like, oh, yes, this totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right. like the Red River BB gun. Oh, man. Like, and the numbers are great, too. You wouldn't assume that they would be able to, like, make such a compelling musical, I and they mean, did it. The dream sequences. Right. Our dream sequences. Yeah. I I got it. I yeah. loved it. And Ken Jong's in it too. It, it, oh, tra- come on. So Stop far, it. Again, it's translating really well. Uh, take some time, listen to the soundtracks, or watch some of these like incredible films that we've talked about. Some, or original cast recordings. Or original cast recordings. So we will be back. We have uh, Sweeney Todd coming out uh, very shortly. And then after that, West Side Story, uh, Nicole will be joining us again on that. That's going to be a great time. I would definitely come back for that. That sounds Me terrific. Too. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Is Nicole spelled with an M or an N? Oh, it's spelled with an M. Like as in Mickey. Yeah. So uh, once again, we are uh, talking musical history. I am Chris Anderson. And I'm Kevin Skywerner. And I'm Nicole Creighton Sherman. So um, everyone have a Merry Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Uh, everybody, goodwill towards all persons and have a blessed 2022. I'm so glad we had this time. And we'll see you back next time with Sweeney Todd and then West Side Story. And remember, folks, learn, learn from, from our story. story. Christmas time is here. Musicals and cheer After all the children call Their favorite time of year Droplets in the air Fake news everywhere Olden times and ancient rhymes Give in to love, show care Still we're here to sing 
with social distancing. Yuletide by the fireside, a joyful memory thing. Christmas time is here, families drawing near. Oh, that we could always see such spirit through the year. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 